0: Shapova-Luena, using questions set by you. So this is a design duo, young, lot to say. They combine traditional crafts, Bulgarian heritage, and mountain climbing into their collections. Their collections are rich. They are very sustainable, and there is so much to tell you. So I hope you enjoy them. Now. Good morning. It's Get Down and Get With It, uh, the uh, children's information fashion podcast using questions asked by children uh, and answered by industry professionals. And they're unfiltered. This is mostly unedited. Uh, we think it's really important that children, you don't have to be perfect. I think it's, that's something I think a lot of our teenagers worry about. Um, it's called Get Down and Get With It because that is a song by Slade from the 70s and it's raw and it's a bit of an anthem and, and I think it kind of just basically just sums up what's happening here. So uh, if you don't know it, you might want to listen to it. Uh, it's a bit of a laugh, it's a bit of a stomper um, and upbeat. So today I have... Uh, two girls, women, sorry, who are so amazing, they're called Emma and Laura, and they have a design label called Chapova Luena And they, when I first saw their work, I thought two things. I thought, oh, I wish I'd done that collection. And the other one was... I wish I could buy that collection so it was just like it just came I just identified with it immediately and now so lucky because we've got them here so um hi Emma hi Laura hope you're both well and uh shall we start off by going into a question that all children want to ask and that is just get it up again I say it every day I don't know why I have to keep looking at this um (laughs) hang on Uh, Okay, so the the first question is basically how. What's your role? How did you get there? And you know anything about your story? And I'll just let you two go if that's all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Laura, do you want to start?
2: Sure. Um, so we met at uh, Central Saint Martins on the BA there. On our very first day, um, Emma was the first person I spoke to. <laughs> and um we were we became really good friends and we really got on during the BA. Um and from there we um applied for the MA together and decided to work together. And after we graduated, we started the brand in 2017. And yeah, Emma
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we gra- we uh, so we did the ma as a duo um which you it is totally possible a lot of people do it now and we would highly recommend um but so we we graduated and we uh, we start we technically started the brand in 2017 but really from 2017 2017- to 2018 we kind of uh sat in our studio uh not having any money not knowing what to do uh, not knowing what to make not knowing how to have a brand um we we basically we didn't have any money we got a few awards and basically from award to award we sort of scraped by and still had a studio um, we got, so we graduated with a couple of scholarships, which left us with a little bit of money after graduation, Samsung fund and the L'Oreal bursary. And then we got, we were finalists in the H&M award, um, which is a bit of money. Um, we got the OTB award at the ITS awards. And then eventually now we got the LVMH prize too, which was helpful. But at that point, um, that those awards were really like, we applied for everything we possibly could. Um, and it, was our saving grace throughout the whole that the whole brand basically um so we at the end of that year we gave ourselves well not even at the end of the year it was about uh maybe eight or nine months and we gave ourselves another three months and we said if we don't get a store or a showroom and if we don't really figure this out maybe it's time to call it quits and then basically two weeks after that we got us we got matches um our collection got bought by matches and we got a showroom all at the same time so it was really lucky um and that's how the brand started basically that's
0: amazing and um when you, I think it's really important what you have said in a couple of points and that is the fact that and I hear it from so many different designers they went for awards they went for scholarships Uh, yeah yeah and that's your story too and the fact that I mean I firmly believe that a scholarship or a bursary should be given to those who otherwise couldn't afford to come I think that's a really important thing and I think that Mm -hmm. if you've got a bit of money leave those for the needy don't have them as badges of honor because they're desperately desperately needed by young creatives who aren't fortunate financially and it's a it's a lifeline to new talent yeah like you're yeah yeah
1: but it doesn't always happen that's the thing that we saw at school a lot that it yeah. doesn't always go to the ones that need it the most and also I think the important thing to say is that we we applied for so many scholarships and awards that we didn't get And it was always so disappointing. And I think it really, especially when you're in school and that's kind of, you're like, I need this money to be able to make a collection or to be able to really afford to not work at the same time or whatever. It could be really, um, it could just be really um, disappointing and it kind of makes you not want to, you know, do it and do well and stuff. But I I think all of us don't get so many things yeah. that we go for it's not and a reflection but it, it does it does you just have to persevere
2: through it and keep applying and keep believing in yourself and what you want to do because we haven't had like a an easy road to where we are right now and it is hard but you just have to believe in yourself and keep doing it and it like it hap- it works out in the end
0: Just amazing! It's so needed. These these answers are so needed, and children really do need to be aware of them. Just very quickly, because I know we you know we haven't got loads of time. Um, just quickly, could you just describe your work in like you know a couple of seconds, if that's not just tricky? Don't worry.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I think the the best way to do it is it's inspired by um, folklore and sportswear, and we the our core kind of products that we make are upcycled folkloric fabrics that we source from Bulgaria, some from England. They could be anything from uh, very very old aprons and pillowcases that were woven mm-hmm. um, English uh, kind of like linens and tapestries and we patchwork them, we mend them uh, and then we make them into different things skirts dresses. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it.
0: Wonderful. I think it's important that people realise that you know, craft and skill is very much part of what you do, and and you learnt that yourselves, didn't you? You know, it's something that you always held close to you. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's something that both that connected both of us at the beginning when we first met is craft and communities and kind of making making clothes out of found objects which felt really special to us but weren't used or weren't appreciated
0: yeah exactly exactly that's wonderful because sometimes I do worry that children overlook craft and skills so anyway I better get on with the next question so the next question from you guys is question two and this is always a popular question because the children you know they're at school so here it goes it's from Avia and she's 11 and she's a dream and were you interested in fashion when you were at school was fashion always your first job wise
1: you want to answer we were both interested in fashion all right um we were always I think um I was always interested in fashion I was interested in art my mom was really interested in art and fashion. So because of that, I kind of was. And I sort of always knew that I, I just wanted to pick something to be obsessed with when I was a kid and I would pick different things. But then once I grew up uh, to about 14, 15, I just picked fashion and i that was it. It was kind of over for everything else. And um, I went to classes every single weekend for my whole of high school and uh, did it every single day after school Um, but I'm that kind of person and I think Laura was pretty similar.
2: Is that right? I wasn't complete I wasn't obsessed with fashion I was obsessed with making things Hmm. and art and more like the creative making doing something with my hands so like clothing I didn't completely get into until I was probably like 16, 17s when I was younger I was I just really liked like knitting or like like just making things yes
0: yeah. yeah 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 well that's they're great answers thank you and now we're on to question three and this is all from the first um part of the interview which is where we base them around the designers as opposed to basing them uh around uh you know something else the second section is an advice one so question three how is your company sustainable? Are you zero waste? And how do you achieve this? And that's from Lila, who is 11 or maybe 12 now. Sorry, Lila, <laughs> if you're 12 now, I apologize. Um,
2: um,
1: Laura, you, you can answer. answer.
2: Uh, I can answer, okay. Um, I, we try to be as sustainable as possible, which isn't 100%. It's, we're It's a very small brand and we try to be we try to use um only dead stock fabrics or sustainable fabrics made from like recycled um polyester mm-hmm. but, and what was the other bit oh sorry and, uh, and how, how do
0: you, you achieve it? yeah so you kind of you know I use zero waste how do you achieve it
2: zero waste we use it in our production for um like using leather we use zero waste with our leather um so it means like we we use all the imperfections and with the um, like special aprons and the recycled uh, the folkloric fabrics, we always do zero waste for them. So every season, all the leftover bits that we've used, we haven't used, we make into a, a skirt. So we find like little ways that we can Brilliant. use up all the little bits.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think that question came from you know, because uh, her wanting to know which way forward rather than sort of confronting you because, you know what, we're not all sustainable at the moment. We're working towards it. Nobody's perfect, least of all me. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. Thank you for those answers. I think they were re- they're they going to really help people. OK, and then question six. What was it like for you at school? And this is Maisie and she's 11. I know she's 11. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Emma, you can go um, <laughs> um, I think it's important to say that we so I I didn't like school at all and I didn't I did well in school because my parents kind of made me and I I liked certain things but um I was I s- grew up in like a very like a sub- suburban New Jersey um sort of school my whole education and it was there was no art not not really and yeah. um it was a really kind of um yeah I think it's I think that's that really makes you that's really positive sometimes to be kind of an outsider and not fit in and then figure and then kind of go it's later on in life if you go to university or you don't you will find your people and that was that's mine Exactly,
0: you know this is what we all say um you know and every designer or every industry professional involved in the creative side basically says I was a bit of a square hole a square peg in a round hole Um, yeah yeah what you Laura do you feel like that yeah
2: yeah Yeah. I think school was really hard and it's it's hard to fit in and you feel a bit like not everyone gets creativity at school like there are always like an amazing like textiles teacher and art teacher and there's support but it's okay to not completely feel like you fit in and when you leave school like school's a very small part of your life and when you leave school you realize that there's this massive big world there and there is a place that you do fit in yeah. It's just getting through the the school part
0: (laughs) exactly and that's such good advice to all you students who feel like you're the odd one at school and I remember giving just the same advice to my youngest daughter Celeste and I said you you become slowly more people who get you art school and then you go into you know the industry etc so exactly the same story thank you and then so let's have a look what is my next one number nine which is do you have moments where you lack self-belief and this is by anonymous and they're 16
1: oh yeah Yeah, I think don't we all (laughs) but also yes um I think um we absolutely have those moments all the time now before well, probably always will. But I think, um, I don't know, I'm lucky to have Laura because she is yeah. s- strong. <laughs> um, but I think fashion is a difficult kind of a place to be. And a school is a diff- difficult place to be and it's okay. I don't know what advice I have, except it's okay. And you just have to, kind of get through it and yeah I think school made me tougher say Martin's definitely helped
0: yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) absolutely and um Yes, there are no answers to that, are there? I mean, this is just, you're just, well, probably not that I can think of, but the thing is, is that this is something that you can relate to for people who lack self-belief at times. Yeah, keep on fucking, keep on going. Um, Let's let's hope. Okay, so um, number 17 is, uh, are you good at everything or do you work with a team? And that's from Grace and she's 13. (laughs)
2: yes we we definitely work as a team um I think one of the best things about being a duo is that you are a team and um you you get to have another person when things are hard or you're you feel like you haven't done something very well or you need a bit of I don't want to do this design this top can you do it kind of thing um (laughs)
1: but also in a big way of like um we're definitely not good at everything there's so many aspects big and small that one of us can handle better than the other and we also work with teams we our parents help us everyone we ask everyone for advice and help because it's such a big kind of you have to be wear so many hats and do so many jobs um, when you have a business, and but also you can't put the pressure on yourself to be good at everything. Like, yeah,
2: it's impossible. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: To, I'm very good yeah. at very very few things, and that's it. And I know that yeah. you, um, your PR company is We Are Aven, isn't it? And I think
1: is that right? No, no. <laughs> oh, we just we just do our own PR because we just do and (laughs) oh god why i just make things
0: up i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i'm so pleased that you're kind of you know that you're this 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 young new emerging brand who doesn't have money to do all these things
1: no exactly we don't and we also um we like the fact that we get to interact with people and um like meet stylists and photographers and all of that just a little bit more of a personal until we can make it personal and it doesn't get it doesn't become too big for us we do it ourselves
0: brilliant absolutely brilliant right quickly after that shaming myself um on question 27 which is the last one about you guys and that is um how can I dress stylishly and uniquely without spending so much money on designer clothes? And that's one of the questions we've won. You know, some of the students put in loads. So this is one of Sona's. She's 13. She's very switched on. And uh, yes, yeah, I think that's a question everybody would like to know, really. Yeah. We
2: definitely couldn't afford a designer clothes when we were teenagers. And I mean, Not that we really can now, but (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we love vintage. um, Going to vintage stores, secondhand stores, raiding uh, sisters, parents cupboards yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like putting clothes together like styling it together yourself like you can make amazing outfits like oh, you don't so spend money.
0: no absolutely not and it's it's great isn't it If you can style something up out of nothing and just look the business yeah you don't you know don't be seduced in thinking you have to buy design stuff to be part of the picture because you just don't so, yeah. yeah, so I hope that's good advice to you, Sony. Okay, so now we're going on to the next section. And this is advice needed section. So, these are questions that if you can answer, if you can't answer them, it doesn't matter. Sometimes they just need to be out there, you know, and people start yeah. talking about it. So, question one is uh, it's from RM, and she's, thir- he's, she's 13, and it is um, I'm in social services that one is that a question I can ask you and see what you've got to say So that's, I'm in social services care. I used to love drawing fashion when I was with my mum, but it's not so easy now as I'm just at home and I feel in a home and I just feel silly. I don't know how to get into fashion. I know there are grants and scholarships, but life is pretty chaotic and I don't have anyone to help me. I don't know if uni is for me anyway, because I've missed so much school. What would you say to somebody in that position from where you are and what you feel that you could say to help? Yeah,
2: I mean... Do you do you want to? Yeah, I think um, just find. I would say find. Keep keep doing what you love, and find like I used to find uh, like my own little world of like drawing and being creative is like an escape from other things that are going on in the world. And if you can get back into that, I think it would really help you, like help. I think it helps mental health I think it helps you figure out who you are and I think it will definitely help her be more positive and finding like a a space to do that is really hard but like put some music on put some headphones find a find a window find like a corner and just try and relax and get back into it
1: I I agree and I used to be also very I used to be embarrassed and I wasn't good at drawing when I was younger like from the get-go which you know no one is and like I was always embarrassed of like how I was drawing but I used to like hide in my closet and draw and like all kinds of things. I think it's good to hide and I think it's nice to create like a little protective bubble that's that's good for all like I do I still do that
0: Mm, yeah and you don't
2: like planning a Head. yeah there's grants and scholarships but like you don't have to do all of that right now just focus on like what you love and think about that when it comes up and try and go to school and find other people that also love doing that at school because there are there are few of us but there we're out there
0: <laughs> yeah well I think that also the fact that just if you just focus on drawing or writing or making little diagrams and whatever you're kind of preparing yourself for a point where you will be ready to go for a scholarship or a ground yeah. anniversary or who knows what might happen so I just think it's really good groundwork yeah definitely oh well well thank you right the next question is the question two I'm not very arty but I love fashion I'm quite good at maths sciences and computers what sort of job is out there for me
1: I would say uh, lots of jobs and I think this is a, actually a very important question because sometimes people are discouraged from doing fashion because fashion designers are kind of like the promoted job within fashion but there are so many interesting things in fashion you could be doing yeah. that don't require you to be a designer that you could be a pattern cutter with math you could be you know so many things like you could go into p the pr side uh, and yeah. uh, there's loads of things
0: absolutely well as science, as do more and more people everybody's got a different take on this with different things some people are saying you know um, law you can go you know yeah in the industry they all, we all need lawyers that's for sure in lawyers is a great job yeah and accountants <laughs> as well you know anything like that mm-hmm. um uh, and if you're a if you love science, you can go on to Fabric Technology.
1: Exactly.
0: There's there's a lot of things out there for you. It doesn't mean you're less in fashion at all.
1: Exactly. There's loads of jobs that you could be closer to the fashion or a little bit further away. There's so many options.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for answering that. That was great. Okay. Question three. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, five. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. Right, my my parents say that even if I got the scholarship, they need me to work so I can contribute financially for my keep. Is there another way? And that's by anonymous again, and they're 14.
2: I think um when I was at St. Martin's, I also had to do the same thing. And I had the job throughout BA. And um for the first year of my MA, I also worked. And it's really hard, but it's possible. Like if you just have to plan your time and um, make sure that you have the right balance, but you work, I used to work weekends and work like one or two days in the week and you can do both.
1: And it was never, it was never so bad. Like as in, we also worked a bit when we started the brand. And I think for like, it gives you a little bit of an escape of just doing I think fashion can be quite intense, school can be intense. And I think it's kind of nice. It gives you a little bit of a different, it, of course, it's hard and it's really hard to balance all of that, but it also gives you a little bit of an out, you know, you get to go into the real world, do a job, and not be in the fashion bubble all the time. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I don't think it should it discourage you from applying to do uh universe to go to university or do like um uh have a job in fashion because you can you can definitely do both.
0: yeah 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 I think also from that question I think it could also open up a conversation that there are a lot of children out there whose parents don't necessarily support the fact that they're going to go on to, to study and um and they want them to work because they, you know, the household has a limited income, and they want them working or whatever, you know. So it's part of their their burden sometimes. You know, it's just part of the way they do it in the, in, in their family. And mm. um, I just think that some, I worry sometimes that people are told that you have to go to university to go and get into fashion. Now, I'm not in a position at the moment to have. Oh, that's another conversation for another time. But well, I just think, you know, there are a lot of children who love, I mean, love it, they know everything about it, they are absolutely absorb it, but they are not going to go to university. They're going to start off working because they need your the money. And um, it's just, I think it's just worth saying that... Uh, those children we hear you and uh you know we will be trying to take this conversation forward about other ways other than going to university or whatever um it's not your experience and i don't expect you to um, design to answer every question but you know and it just goes to show children you know there's some things yeah maybe they just
1: need to be out there for people to start thinking about more um it's i know 100 percent people- true I mean, it's 100% true. There's so many things, you know, there's so many different ways to start. And so many people I've heard say that, you know, they didn't get so much out of their education. And um, I just think that there's so many ways, you know, interning, apprenticing, kind of getting your foot in the door so many ways in whatever you want to do that it's just what you make of it. I think that that's what education is too, especially the one we had, is you you get out of it what you put into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I there's think that...
2: More. Sorry. I don't think there's one route. There's definitely lots of different routes.
0: Absolutely. And I think we need to recognise that as we become more inclusive as an industry, we need to mm. recognise that it's not the way always. And to actually, I mean, I, I'm getting on now, but I know that when I was young, a lot of my friends never went on to you know art school fashion university or whatever they just said no that's it i'm opening up a i'm opening up a stall or something in kensington market or you know these were all places that were there so it was so much easier and these people are still kind of like you know in fashion and leading the way and i i hope that that hasn't is that still possible you know we need to reexamine things so um yeah. anyway there you go. And now the next question. I know networking is really important. I'm so shy and a bit of a loner. What can I do? And that's by Anonymous 13.
1: Um, we're also shy and we don't. Well, <laughs> we like networking, but I think that it's really. It's something not my favorite part. To.
2: huh? It's something you have to get used to. And yeah. it, takes, it takes time it's, and it's really scary, but yeah. You, you get used to it and you get more confident and it gets easier
1: but also I just think that it's like this thing that people put you think you have to do but actually just I don't know if you do good work you and you keep being good then like that's enough and you won't have to do it very much and you can pick and choose and yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I think some people are so scared of it. I know I was, yeah. but it's really not as much of a thing as mm-hmm. you think.
0: And I think if you, by you saying this, and we hear this from, you know, so many people involved in the industry, Um. by you saying that, and then you get there just, you know, children, maybe listen to that, you know that, yeah, it's a big part of fashion, but you know, if, all of us who were really shy when we were young can you know it does happen for you so thank you for that and then the last question question 14 okay what that's that's question 14 is right I never have any money to buy equipment fabric or art equipment and my parents can't afford it for me have you got any suggestions what's okay for me to use and that's Scarlet when she's 12.
2: Um, I think that you don't need a lot of of equipment. You need a a pencil and a piece of paper um, to do. You you can draw if you want to make, you can find things in your, in your cupboard, find things like your parents are throwing out. Like it can, you can use so many things around the house to help you be creative and it doesn't have to cost money
0: no and I, just, I think just yeah
2: keep keep being um, creative as in whatever way you can be absolutely. and don't think about spending money just s- see what you have and try and put it together
1: yeah no, and often so like, really like often really like way more interesting things are born out of you trying to creatively solve what can I make this out of or what material can I use so I actually think even when you get up to making a final collection in university if that happens or making clothes um, to apply to something I think that making things out of what you can find in cheaper materials and then making elevating them yourself is what creates really cool stuff that
0: is a really great response absolutely fantastic so children just remember you don't have to have posh spot and cross pattern cutting paper use the old newspapers use the back of cards use the back of letters just draw 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 you know keep designing keep there you just don't need a polished set of anything um you can you haven't got a sewing machine can sew you know why yeah you you don't have to have all these things so uh you know and as you said it's really important in one way to want because want makes you think of other ways because you really want something maybe you don't have the money to buy these things so you do you have to think creatively and that's that's got to be a good thing yeah um okay well I'm going to have to say goodbye to you now. And thank you so much for, your, you know, sparing me your time. I know that children will love this. Children, if you don't know them, look them up because it's fantastic. And um, they've been really supportive, Emma and Laura, of the fashion school. Um, and uh, we're very lucky that we've got some of their old dead stock that there's been some of your old student stuff, haven't we? yeah yeah so yeah uh, you know and that's just amazing so just to remind you kids that everybody's out trying to support you we're very aware you're there and you're coming up as the next generation okay yeah thank you thank you so thank much you. all right then bye girls bye bye bye